0: Hi, I'm Taylor Shaw Business, and I'm a very hardworking, dedicated individual. That's broke and really needs money to help get that swole on. So, if you could please donate to this GoFundMe page, be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Swole? What does that mean? Do you know? <laughs> Not a clue. Well, Hi, if I'm um. Taylor Any of our listeners can please uh, fill us in on whatever the fuck Swole is. I'm sure I need some too. Okay, wait. I don't want to talk about that (laughs) unless I know what it is. But (laughs) um, honestly, so far, relating Mm -hmm. to her, (laughs) I also am a hardworking girl who is broke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
1: So I don't know if you remember, but um, before I sent you a text and I i said you should do this case this is a woman there was a head found in a bucket and you're like why won't you do it
0: <laughs> yeah i was like so why are you sending it to me if you found something <laughs> I, was because, like, I mean it, it was
1: just i don't know i just i just i don't know it was just <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know i just didn't want to do it and then I, i just why? did it i don't know you'll see you'll see do you know anything about this yet
0: you briefly told me about how, like, you wanted me to, like, react to it. It would be a good, like, bonus episode. And because it, it we is talked so about a head in a bucket. Fuck. And then I asked you, is it the one on TikTok where, like, the cops come in and they, they're like, is that real? And then he was like, yeah, that's real, bub. So, like, if that is the TikTok, then that that that's the only thing that I've seen. Okay. Period.
1: All right. <laughs> well, let's uh, talk about it
0: then. Let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about
1: Green Bay, Wisconsin, is a city where the Fox River empties into the Green Bay, which is an inlet of Lake Michigan. It's about 180 kilometers north of Milwaukee, which is unfortunately most well-known for being home to one of the world's most infamous serial killers, Jeffrey Dahmer, who will end up having a disturbing connection to the case that we're talking about today. Shabizness?
0: business. Mind your shabizness. business. <laughs> All the things she
1: could have done with that. (laughs) Shad Therian was born in Green Bay in 1997. Remembered as a kind and compassionate individual, Shad was not only talented in art, but also had a passion for wood carving, as stated in his obituary. Shad had been a Howard Suminko School District and Bayport High School student from 2010 to 2015. His parents are Tara and Michael. Chad's mom said that he had worked with his father and grandfather at their family business and enjoyed camping, games, and spending time with his family. He was a very kind and compassionate person who often thought of others before himself. He was a decent human being. The only time he had faced any legal trouble was when he was arrested in 2021 for disorderly conduct and resisting an officer. There is no, like, information about that.
0: It's Well, I mean, I think... That I'm sure he was more than just a decent human. human. Um, we all make mistakes. We all get arrested.
1: <laughs> well, okay, fair. We do. On. We do. <laughs> Keep it moving. Uh, Taylor Shabiness was born Taylor Denise Coronado on November 11th, 1997. She also grew up in Green Bay and attended Preble and Bayport High School. Uh, she married Warren Shabusiness in 2017, and the two had a son in 2021. Warren reportedly was a drug abuser and introduced Taylor to meth, crack, and other drugs. According to her Facebook profile, she worked as a cashier at Walmart. She enjoyed listening to music, watching horror movies, and reading books. She also had an interest in true crime and claimed to be a, quote, fan of Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, I don't know that we need to go into who Jeffrey Dahmer is. Some of our listeners would have listened to my original recording of this episode, which was complete trash because of editing. I get it. But anyways, moving on. Um, Just really quickly, in case we don't know, Jeffrey Dahmer killed and cannibalized at least 17 young men and boys in Milwaukee between 1978 to 1991. Probably at some point do an episode on Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, But anyways, that's the long and short of it. Jeffrey was actually murdered while serving his prison sentence in 1994. Taylor had a history of mental issues and substance abuse. She'd been receiving treatment for bipolar disorder since she was in the seventh grade. She was always forgetting or straight up refusing to stay on her medication. And for anyone who has mental health issues, um, that can be so detrimental to the effectiveness of the medication.
0: Well, fully... But like, like, grade seven on RID on. Yeah. So, what would crazy. that put her at,
1: like, 13 or something? Yeah. So, she also had a previous criminal record, including a recent conviction for fleeing, eluding, and obstructing a police officer. She had been sentenced to three months in jail on January 4th with um, work release privileges. And that was according to online court records.
0: How old was this woman? Like, how old is she now? Like was she born around the same time as uh Yeah, they went to Chad? school together. Yeah. They went to school together. So yeah. she was also born nineteen
1: ninety seven. Um she was born... Why she
0: looks so old. Do I look like that? Do I look old?
1: Yeah, she was born in nineteen ninety seven and no, you don't look that old. Um
0: I got baby face syndrome, I think.
1: Important to note too, she wore a lot of makeup. Oh. Like a lot. A lot, a lot of makeup. Word. Um, in court. She looked even older, more haggard.
0: Haggard. (laughs) Haggard at 27.
1: So I'm not sure if that means that she was out of jail on work release at the time of this murder, or how she was being monitored. I never, honestly, I never went back to look to see that. And it didn't come up in trials, strangely enough. Hmm. So.
0: Um, you she, had a chance and you blew it. That's probably how they were looking at it. Yeah. You were out and you blew it, right? Yeah. I'm assuming she does something bad.
1: But she was she was sentenced on January 4th and she was put into a work release program. Mm-hmm. And this happened in February. So, I mean, mm. she still would have been on that work release program. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Obviously, she wasn't being monitored nearly closely enough. but
0: Nasty.
1: Shad and Taylor had been friends since high school and were involved in a friends with benefits sexual relationship, according to Taylor's friends and family, and also the statements that she herself uh, would give to investigators, specifically saying that her and Shad were buddies. Okay. So on February 21st, Taylor picked Shad up around 9.30 p.m., um, an unidentified friend and Shad got some drugs and went over to an Eastman Avenue apartment where Taylor had been living uh, with a roommate, where all three of them smoked marijuana. Taylor and Shad smoked methamphetamine. Jesus. And then when her roommate left or went to bed, Taylor and Shad injected themselves with Trazodone, which is an antidepressant. So They got right fucked up. <clears throat> I
0: wonder why they're great.
1: at some point taylor and shad returned to shad's mother's home using um taylor's roommate's minivan they when they got to his mother's house they went down into the basement and about five minutes after they went downstairs shad got out two metal silver chains uh, one he put around his own neck and the other one he gave to her taylor told police that the chains were like the dog choke collars um, She said strangulation had been part of their sex acts in the past. Oh, God. So, Shad laid face down on the bed, and Taylor <laughs> said she went crazy and began to choke him with the chain. And she didn't stop, even though he was coughing up blood and his face turned purple.
0: So, she admitted.
1: She never denied anything. But, like,
0: is she saying that she went crazy because of the drugs?
1: No, she never blamed it on the drugs.
0: She just said she went crazy.
1: Yeah, and... During the police interview, she was like, I knew he couldn't breathe, and I thought maybe I'd gone too far, and I was like, Oh fuck, what do I do? So I pulled harder, and she was sitting on him so that all of his struggling just made it worse for him. Um, But anyways, after he had stopped moving, she then went to the kitchen and brought four knives from a knife block downstairs uh, where she began to dismember Shad's body, starting with his head. Taylor would take breaks to cuddle with Shad's body, and perform sex acts on Chad's dead body using her own mouth and a dildo.
0: Like, okay, so, like, if some people, it seems, through these stories, you have the people who go a step or two too far and backtrack and go, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'll take what is given to me here, and then there's the people who are like, fuck, I overstepped the line. And now I gotta, I gotta keep going and never stop. Mm-hmm. And, but she, so that's kind of where I was going. Like, okay, so maybe she has felt like, oh, fuck, I don't want to get in trouble. Some, you know, crazy mentally ill people think that way. And she, if she said that she went crazy, plus she's known for a mental illness, maybe her brain just made it so that like, that's how she thought. Like, Okay. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm going to murder this guy. But then where does it, where, why, where does it come in that she starts fucking around? You know? So. Why, why did she sexually continue?
1: Okay, so in my original recording, I put a number of clips in. And I mean, I know the audio wasn't the best because she was actually wearing like a plastic paper-ish suits, so the feedback was really terrible. Um, I don't think it's necessary to put it in this version, Mm -hmm. but I recommend you go and watch them because she explains it so well. She was saying that she she loved Shad, loved him so much she wanted to kill him. (laughs) um, Number one. She said that? She said that.
0: Loved him so much she wanted to kill him?
1: Yeah. She said that. And then um, that... When she was cuddling, he was still half hard. So she began to perform oral sex on him while trying to cut off his leg. Quote, she was sucking and cutting all at the same time. What the fuck? And she says it in her interrogation.
0: What the fuck?
1: She says it. She says it.
0: You uh,
1: she also sexually assaulted Chad, Um and she says all of this. So she was using his body to grind on for <clears throat> her own pleasure. Why? And uh she was using the dildo on Chad's body as well. His what? his headless corpse.
0: What the fuck is wrong with this girl? Do you think she was going for insanity? She tried. So that's what she was going for.
1: Um no, no, not at the time she was not. Well, if um, this
0: is all true, how did she not get off on insanity?
1: Um because
0: no normal person, straight thinking person would do that.
1: Um it's fair enough, fair enough, but when you're looking at not guilty by reason of insanity in a court of law, uh-huh. that person has to understand that or can understand that what they're doing is wrong or they don't understand that there are consequences to their actions, and none of that applied here. She knew what she was doing was wrong. She cut him up. She tried to take the body part. She tried to cover it up.
0: I feel like she these went home things and showered. have changed a little bit because if you look at like
1: it depends on where you're talking about. To Canada, Ed, much different than the United oh no, States.
0: States Ed Geen or whatever. And mm-hmm. we said it in your Ed
1: Geen. We said in your Ed episode that Gein he shouldn't episode, have been. That he spent the rest of his days in a mental institution, whereas now that standard is a little bit higher because they don't spend that much time. If you're truly mentally ill and that's what caused you to do that, once you're medicated, you don't have those inklings and desires anymore to perform those kinds of acts, right? You're medicated.
0: But isn't there an option to be, like, imprisoned to, like, a mental health facility for life? No, Really? That's what they need for people like that, in my opinion. And
1: that's what they used to have in the days of Ed Gein. And he spent the rest of his life in prison. And that doesn't happen anymore. It's always a possibility that they're going to be let out.
0: Yeah, if it's the same standard, he like they hide it because they know to some degree that other people will find it crazy. But to them, it feels normal. Like if she thought what she was doing at the time... Was wrong and disgusting. She she didn't think
1: it was disgusting. She told the police that it excited her. She said, "Heck yeah, it excited me." She checked my panties.
0: You know what? (sighs) I think that some things just aren't meant to be understood. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, for sure.
0: And my brain doesn't like that, like at all. But I'd like to hear what this lady has to say in like ten years after being forced to take medications and shit.
1: Mm So, I mean, she used buckets and Tupperware bins and a nearby shower to contain the blood as much as she could while she was dismembering Shad.
0: And whose house is this Sorry,
1: Shad's mother's. Where's the mom? Upstairs, sleeping. And this went on for a day and a half. So they got their, um, say they got to Shad's mom's house around midnight, one o'clock, and she spent, well, they, they messed around, whatever, and mm-hmm. she ended up killing him. And she spent the next day and a half
0: with his body, with his body
1: doing stuff. Doing stuff. trying um, to
0: dispose of it. Obviously, that would take a while, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. how disposed of was the body?
1: So she described using a bread knife to saw away at Chad and placing his organs and body parts inside of Walmart bags and then into <sighs> backpacks, double, duffel bags, Tupperware containers, and a bucket. She said she'd planned to take all the body parts with her, but that she got lazy at some point and didn't. Um, in fact, she would she would kind of fall asleep um, while like in the midst of this whole horrific thing. That's why it took so long, because she kept like going to sleep, and then she'd wake up and then continue where she'd left off. So at some point, Taylor cleaned up around the bed and the sheets and left. Left um, the house. Left the house. But built. left everything there. Right. It was in the middle of the night. She went home to shower, but this is where later she'd be arrested. But um, it was normal for Shad to come to his mother's house on occasion in order to do laundry or get some food. And the night that he died, his mother, as well as her boyfriend, were woken up by the sound of the storm door slamming. So that was Taylor leaving because later Shad's mom would say she heard the minivan actually start up and leave.
0: So that's how they would get in and out of the basement. So, like, yes. mom didn't even see them all the time. Right,
1: Okay, right. Like it, it wasn't worrisome. They just thought that the door wasn't locked. So she got up to find out, okay, why did that door just close? What's going on? Realizing that it was just Taylor leaving, no big deal. Um, she went downstairs because she noticed the light was left on. The bottom of the staircase, there was a bucket with a towel over it. She lifted the towel to find her son's head
0: this is the part that's like yeah. like i can picture the basement because of yeah. the body cam footage
1: yeah yeah and the body cam footage doesn't show very much blood or anything and the police no. were like is that real man like is that like real and even the boyfriend in the 911 call that we played in the original recording said i don't know if it's fake and the mom says i don't know and i can't go and look again i'm not going to check again just send the police right mm-hmm obviously it was real it was his head and his genitals were actually in that bucket as well
0: well yeah i remember like i i don't always watch like that these long full videos on tiktok i'll usually just scroll because i have the attention span of a toddler mm-hmm. but it was just like that the the sentence that he says which is like yeah that's real bub like that was just so sad to me like i was like reading all the comments and stuff too yeah I was like, Oh fuck he's scarred for life, that one cop. Yeah. The other one kinda of got into okay, let's get this shit together mode. Yeah,
1: Called for more officers to come to the scene they were not they're not they're they're trained to respond, mm-hmm. they're trained to secure, but they're not crime scene investigators. So they they called in mm-hmm. who they needed to call in. Whereas
0: the one like couldn't help himself, like maybe he was newer or something, but he was just like What the fuck?
1: Yeah. Like looking to the other one for a reaction, like, is this real? Like,
0: yeah, like, is this actually happening?
1: Yeah. So during the three day trial, detectives told the court that Taylor's online searches for Jeffrey Dahmer walking into court all sexy like and Jeffrey Dahmer's butt were.
0: Okay, hold up.
1: Clear links to her fascination okay. with.
0: I'm confused. One second. You know what? I think, okay. This is probably a good spot to leave off on. I definitely need you to repeat that, but I am going to say that this is probably around the mark for this bonus episode. There will be an extended version where we continue going through this on our Patreon. Is that what it is? Yes. Patreon. Patreon. So if you guys want to listen to the rest of this freaking craziness, Um, Make sure you head over to our Patreon, which should be in our show notes, and subscribe. Support us. Support our show. That's right. (laughs) Please. We love you. Enjoy the bonus content. (laughs) If you enjoyed this bonus episode, please share with your friends. Send us your stories on Facebook and or email at truecrimestorypod at gmail.com. All our socials are linked in the show notes below. Thanks for listening. I'm Brie. And I'm Shar. And we'll see you next time when we find something else to talk about. Bye! Bye.